0: The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time. the unresearched opinions of two culturally in- insignificant dudes. Oh, wow. That was nice. Yes. We are the Low Fact Podcast with uh, Matt. What's up? And me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Is that,
1: do you practice that in the mirror? The intro?
0: Oddly enough, I do not.
1: <sighs> so. Well, you suck at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing I don't practice that, eh?
1: Just kidding.
0: No, could you imagine how bad I feel if I practice and that's the best I could do? Yeah. Which is why I don't practice. Okay. So, you've been dying to talk about this for the last week or so. Talk about what? Queen Elizabeth dying.
1: <sighs> I'm just, like, <clears throat> I've been depressed about it. Like, I don't even want to watch any of the coverage. Hmm. And I don't know why, other than the fact that I, you know... Grew up in a Commonwealth country, I suppose. Well, she was your head of state, right? And I met Charles and Die in 1983 when I was 11. When I say met, I mean... You mean... We were performing, they came by, and we were, they were like, these are the kids, and they were like, nodded their heads, so...
0: You mean met in the sense of that movie Gladiator? What do you mean? With a guy that played uh, one of the Three Musketeers, I forget what his name is.
1: Oh, Oliver um Is he still alive? No.
0: No, he was pretty he was a big drinker. Oh well He but, was actually
1: pretty sick when they were filming.
0: But the scene where he's talking about how uh, you know Oliver Platt. No. Oliver Oliver something. Yes. Uh where uh he was talking about the old the old Caesar and how he you know, how the guy was a gladiator mm-hmm. and touched so much to give him on older shoulder to give him freedom and so Russell Crowe's character is like oh you, you met him? You you knew or you met Marcus Aurelius or whatever and he's like I didn't say I knew him. I said he touched me on the shoulder with a wooden sword.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I was kind of in love with Lady Di like every kid, I think. It's like Princess Leia and Lady Di. Um, But yeah, it's just the passing of a... I guess it's the end of an era. Well, she's the longest reigning British monarch. And now... Now it's going to be his son, who probably will have a pretty short
0: reign, I would think. Well, hopefully his reign is not as bad as King Charles I. What happened under Charles I? You are like, I grew up in a commonwealth country. I know everything. I love the monarchy. <laughs> was, was Charles
1: I the one that abdicated? No. Charles I got beheaded, I think. He was one of the Charleses. Well, that's not going to happen. But you have been watching some coverage, right?
0: No, I, uh... The other day, I, uh... You saw the, uh, what was it? What did you call it? I'm apt to uh, turn on YouTube content until I come up to a commercial. Yeah. But uh, Australian News had like little segments of stuff, and I just kind of watched a little bit of that. And then there was something about there's a rift between the brothers, you know. And then you didn't watch anymore? Well, I only watched till a commercial. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a strange thing because I do deal with some people in, in the UK, and there's a, it's just a split, right? It's like half the people are super sad and very much obsessed with following everything, and then half of them are like, no, they don't like the Queen at all. So, but um I was going to say, it is kind of funny how like the obsession with some people here in the United States. With the Royals, right? Because I'm like, we're not a. This isn't. We're not a. The you United know, States is not a Commonwealth. We don't. We don't have any real. I mean, I guess England's our. They're one of our firmest allies, but it's just kind of funny that, that there's so much focus on it.
0: You know, firmest ally. We fought two wars against them.
1: Well, yeah, but in World War II we're allies,
0: hmm.
1: and World War One right? Yeah, we do owe a lot to the to their system. Plus, you know, as you're saying, you know, there's not too many places you, where you can do business where you still might get a fair shake in the courts. America being one, the England being another. Oh no, it doesn't
0: seem like so lately.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah it's just, uh, I, don't, I don't know why, I've just been feeling sad. It's not like I knew the Queen,
0: so. Yeah, well. Um, but you don't care. Well, I'm not, I'm not a royalist. There is no monarchy here. No matter how much people want to try to make one. I think it's. I think. I think. Uh, I don't believe that that mental. Well, I don't know. A lot of I've, this whole idea that you can inherit genius or or whatnot. I think a lot of things are inborn. I don't know that genius is though. But I don't think that leadership is. I don't think that genius is. I don't think that. So you,
1: th- you don't think that. You're not a big fan of the monarchy
0: because it gets passed down. Through lineage. The power. Constitutional monarchy I'm okay with because. You're just you're just uh, you're the figurehead. You're the head of state. It does. It does give a bit of stability. But the monarch doesn't do anything.
1: Do you think the civility is going to go out the window now with Queen going
0: I'm not sure I understand what you mean.
1: What do you think, like, that the royals will... I mean, the Queen still had res... It seems like she was still respected by a lot of people. I just don't know if it's going to be the same with her son or not.
0: Well, time will tell. You know, when you listen to a lot of the... uh, uh, The right-wing pundits talking about where all the men gone blah blah this blah blah that and like well the men are still there it's just you've abdicated your role all of us if you're alive now it's your fault yeah
1: but what what can you do Dave what can you do
0: well you can only control yourself (sighs) I find it hard not to be
1: just aggressive and like when I'm dealing with the lawlessness it's hard to be I guess a rational
0: person when you're dealing with those people well rationality doesn't doesn't always win reasonable, the reasonable I guess a reasonable person and even that I mean you know rational well this, this goes back to when I was talking about like you know just living the emotion, emotional centric or emotion centric life you know, just, just sitting there going, ah, I'm, I'm pissed off and I'm going to, I'm going to whatever protest. Mm -hmm. That's all well and good, but the whole idea that you can just sit there and, and air your grievances and, and have somebody fix it for you. That to me is a, is, ...is a childish way of living. I mean, you're... you're so you're, you're saying... Okay. I'm not saying to sit there, okay, when you're met with lawlessness, than to just meet, you know, fight fire with fire. I mean, that's the type of guy I am, and I know that that's just not... That's not, that's not the way to carry the day. But so, what about protest, though?
1: Well, pro- protest, I, I guess, in a vacuum is just you sitting there complaining and saying this needs to be fixed... I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that that only
0: works if I don't know that that necessarily works. Well, it's just, only just sitting sitting there, stuff just, on the back of the protest, just sitting right? there, just sitting there writing, demonstrating, what have you. And also it's
1: like, it's like, Oh, I don't like any of this stuff. And then, and then, you know, people will go out, right. And like interview people in the crowd
0: and say, well, what,
1: what do you want? Like, what do we need to do? Oh, we need to do something. We need to do something. Like,
0: okay, what? It's not we. It's they're saying you need to do something, and that's that's the part that really ticks me off.
1: So they don't have to do anything then.
0: I don't like that. I don't like I don't like the idea because then you're acting like a toddler. A toddler just sits there and cries until you give it food or you know, comfort it, whatever. Yeah. And that's okay when you're two, but when you're twenty-two, and you know. I am I, cognizant of the fact that everyone 70 and under has been really just kind of cheated. Especially here. You've been cheated. We've been cheated. I've been cheated. You've been cheated. Well, you didn't grow up here, so maybe not you so much. No, only 20 years here. But if you grew up here, you've essentially been cheated. You've been given substandard education or you've been given an education that that has become more substandard every day, that is getting worse every day, every year, by people who are no smarter than you, who are saying, well, you know, everything's messed up, so we need to, we need to, to do X, get rid of all the junk before and create a new whatever. utopia and you know you can't talk to someone like that
1: how do you throw away everything I mean that's not even possible
0: I don't think that there I don't think that people that are are, uh, you don't think they're serious about that some people do some people think that like Stalin for example really believed in Marxism. Oh, he did. That's what that's the that's the assumption or that's the conclusion that a lot of people seem to, to mm. say. They might not believe the things that they're saying to the people. Right. But they believe in the end goal. And so if you believe in the end goal then what can't you do? So what is the end goal of
1: the climate folks. To kill everybody is my uh, idea. (laughs) Well, they definitely want to get rid of fossil fuels.
0: No, I I think they want, they they have a a very Malthusian idea. But not them though, right? Well, never them. Just what? Other people? Yeah. There's too many people so we need to get rid of half, quarters. Well, that's the logical question. So if you're if you're if you're if you're true believer what you get to live? That's the logical question, but then the true believers know they can't do anything. You still need people to farm. You still need people to fix stuff. Right. So So like you can't get rid of those people then? Well you don't you can't get rid of all of them. But that's that was that's that's the whole idea of the the of, of what is it? Yeah, I guess his name was Malthus. You know the guy who thought that there's just too many people and if we keep on going this way then we'll run right. out of resources. Right, and none of his not, none of that came to
1: fruition. Like none of the stuff he said. But that was like a big thing that they used to push. I remember that.
0: They're still pushing it. I forget I forget who I was listening to in an interview, but you know, the the guy was sitting there talking, you know, the, the, the climate change yeah, folks. Yeah, I
1: think I heard the same interview. Yeah,
0: the climate change folks are just harping on all these things. But whenever the thing that they harp on looks like it's about to work, yeah, then they don't like it.
1: Well, I remember remember palm oil. Palm oil was the big thing. And then they found out that they were cutting down trees to plant palms. And they were like, no, 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 no more palm oil. Palm oil is no good. Um, but I guess, and then nuclear, right? Nuclear was, they said it would be good. And then it wasn't.
0: Yeah, because it looked like it was gonna be good. Because it looked like it was gonna work. Well that's that's just like very so wow, there are, that's very puzzling. Well, yeah, so that's why my conclusion is they want a whole bunch of people to die. Have, see
1: this is your conclusion, right?
0: Well it's one of my conclusions, but I think other people probably Other people have said this? Other people probably say this or think that, they just don't say it.
1: Yeah. I never heard anybody say it. Well, you don't have to. But what would be, why would you want everybody to die though?
0: Maybe not everybody, like 80%.
1: So that what, you can just have this, then you can have like all the resources you want?
0: I think essentially, yeah. But then there's not going to be any, there's going to be no society though. Maybe they think they will. I don't know. Like I said, there, there's a there's a this this is somebody else's statement, but you know there's a there's a religious fervor to a lot of things. That well, I
1: was I was pretty on board with the environmental movement for a long time.
0: I don't see a reason not to be on board. I mean, I with I, environmentalism. I want to save the
1: environments.
0: Yeah, because you want to continue to survive. Right. I mean, the whole, the whole, to That's me. That's the whole
1: thing about it. It's like self-interest. It's really self-interest.
0: To me, the whole thing about the environmental folks is that they don't want things to change because they don't know what's going to happen. If, you know, if, if there's, because, you know, people are talking about like, oh, you know, global warming, global warming. I'm like, well, what does that actually mean, though?
1: It was global warming, well, they called it first. Now it's climate change.
0: Well, then, you know, why, why dress it up? That's like that's like the uh, what's the what's the word? Postmodernism, is that what it what it's called? What? The communists. Oh the the, the postmodernists? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what it is. <clears throat> Only because they and they changed the name of it because during the twentieth century the communists killed so many people. Uh huh. That folks were kind of afraid no one's gonna be on board with it.
1: So now they give it a different, they call it something else? Yeah. Socialism.
0: No, no, they call it postmodernism.
1: Oh, they do? I thought it was called socialism.
0: Well, maybe that's what it's called. Again, that that might be also the same thing, but, you know, can you dress up the same ugly crap and call it something new and have people believe it? Seems like yes. Apparently you can. But that's only because people have turned off their brains. Well,
1: that, that part I definitely agree with. It's it's like this. I don't even know whether you call it head mentality or what it is.
0: I think it's just survival instinct. I think the biggest motivation to everything going on is profit, is monetary profit. You know, if you listen to some people talking about <laughs> how you know, the big the big boogeyman on the right is George Soros and his and his uh, changing of whatever it is he's changing, uh the the D the DAs all over the place mm-hmm. trying to get um trying to get uh essentially lawlessness going on. Right. I think there's a profit motivation to that. It could very well just be Robocop, right? To where things get so bad that all the people with money are like, look, the government's not the the people who're supposed to protect you aren't protecting you, so hire me. Give money to my company and we'll protect you. Yeah. And if, if that's the case, then it's a scam just like insurance when it first started. Insurance essentially started with pirates. It was a shakedown. Pirates are like, you want to make sure, I can make sure that your ship gets to where it's supposed to go <laughs> if you pay me money. Right. And if you don't pay the money, like, screw you, I'm not going to pay that, then they'll just they'll burn your ship. Right. That's pretty smart. Well, that's that's the whole idea of organized crime, right? I don't know why. Well, that's the, I, I don't like call. Well, yeah, or, that's what they call organized crime is that whole thing. It's protection rackets.
1: Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I mean that's all the mafia, way, right, with the
0: casinos and everything else. <clears throat> well, they still do it in New York, apparently. You know, yeah. with with the various unions and right and whatnot. Right. And I'm not, you know, I'm not here saying, you know, we need to, to turn over tables and topple stuff. I mean, because you and I have both noticed a, a, a real dearth of manners. Unmanly. Oh, it's the whist. Un un and I say manly because like I said to you before, uh, you know, the whole the whole point of being a man is to uh protect society which is not happening no it's not and it's because you know for the last I don't know I guess since 1946 things have just kind of been going downhill I think they started really I think they really started in the 60s with the postmodernists, if you will and you know I I I'm thankful that the the university level education I got I got at the time that I got it because at the time American universities were the university system in America was the best in the world yeah everybody came here everybody still does come here and they've been coming here for decades and I think the coronavirus um the response to the coronavirus mm-hmm. is an example of how shoddy the American university system has gotten because all these people who are now heads of state or in our high levels of government here and abroad all came here to learn. And then, you know, then coronavirus comes out and everybody just, Follows one one group's lead and it was a bad lead. Yeah, and now it's like
1: and uh, they fucking just don't talk about it. We're supposed to. We're supposed to all just fucking forget that it that it happens. I believe right? we that are. any of this shit happened. I'm not going to forget. Well, then you would be one of the very few. I don't want to fucking forget, and I don't think people should forget. I I agree with you. You know, and and just and just <clears> there. You know, it's like they fucking took away. Three years of everybody's fucking lives, right? They fucked up everyone's lives. People's lives are still fucked up. Potentially, potentially hurt them for probably several decades. People died, lots of people died, um, and lots of fucking businesses are never coming back. You know, and and now it's like we're supposed to just like give everybody a we're supposed to just give a pass and just and say, well, you know, oh well, you know. They got it wrong, but they they, didn't, they haven't even acknowledged that they got it wrong. That's the thing. It, we're supposed to just kind of forget about it. Well,
0: what would that fix?
1: Well, it wouldn't fix anything for them.
0: Well, I'm I'm, I'm just saying, what would that fix for us? I mean, I, I know I know that there's a, there's always a a lot of big talk about contrition and all that stuff. I'm like, well, what does that what does that fix? Yeah, yeah. I mean, contrition is usually just to get some kind of forbearance, right? I think I think it's I think it has to be a two-tiered system. I mean two-tiered being, yeah, as an individual you should forgive people that have, you know, transgressed against you. But I don't think that you should forgive government.
1: And they're still trying to push it, right? They're still but like failing, right? They're failing now. Well they're going to do it as long as people do it. I I don't think people are up for it anymore. I don't know. Cuz like what happens the next time around, right? What what happens when the next uh variant of the coronavirus comes out of China? Are they going to are they going to try and lock down everything again and do the same thing and like Destroy the remnants of what's left. Are they going to try and shut down the churches again? But allow like hundreds of thousands of people to protest because apparently the virus is 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 political
0: again. You're, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't. Well, no, you're, 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 you're trying to, you're trying I'm to, use, you're trying to use a rational argument for things that are irrational.
1: But they, they keep talking about the science. Oh, we need to look to the science. We need to look to the science, and I'm like. You didn't look to the science when there was like hundreds of thousands of people protesting, and just if this thing was as, as virulent as you said it was, then that that event in itself probably led to a huge spike, right? In sickness and death, causing sickness and death, and yet what, what people couldn't go and like go to a church and congregate
0: like a couple hundred people, like I don't like I don't I don't get it. Well, it would seem that that's not. Again, when 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 you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta think critically, and unfortunately, you've got it through trial and error now because no one's t- no one's teaching how to think critically. So you gotta learn on your own. Well, it's a little bit inconsistent, isn't it? I think it's very consistent. No, inconsistent. No, I think it's very consistent. What's that? Because you're 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 looking at what people say when you should look at what people do.
1: And by the way, everyone that like I everyone should have said no. We're not fucking shutting the churches. We're going to church. And yet everybody was was so scared they were they was so <clears throat> terrified by by the shit they were watching on TV and what they were being told that they didn't go to church.
0: I think well, that was probably part of it, but I also think it's because people were just scared. They want to survive. Fuck everyone else. So you think they were scared of going to church and getting sick? I think they were scared of being on the wrong side of the "quote unquote" law. All oh, right. Well, that 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 part I that part I get. But
1: if it was if it was scared to get sick, then I'm like, you know, you, when your time comes, your when your when your tickets up, your tickets up.
0: And that's. So we've, we've said this before, right? That's, nice. that's easy. It's, that's an easy attitude to have. Right. You know, Except when screw, the screw you death. I'm not scared of you. And when death sits down right next to you saying, Oh really? Then all of a sudden you're like, Ugh. exactly. Um, you know, that's like, uh, that's like the whole, um, you know, what, what makes, what makes a Jew in a concentration camp willing to be a guard. It's, uh, right. Well, you don't need to answer, right? Yeah, we we all know why. Even even the stuff with with uh, with Anne Frank, right? They know they know what happened. Yeah. And when I say they know what happened, it's like her her father knew who turned him in. Yeah. But he never said. And you know why, right? I don't know why. It was another Jewish family. Okay.
1: It was another Jewish person. Yeah, and they probably got something out of it. Well, trying to save their own butt. Right. And that's human. That's human. I mean, I think that's.
0: I don't know that. I think everybody would say I wouldn't do that. But everybody can understand that. Everybody would get mad at it. And so now, you know, my point is there are people that claim that they are a higher standard, they are a higher level or whatever. Right. So take a page out of Saul Alinsky's book. Okay, you believe you're a higher level. I'm going to hold you to it. I don't think that there should be any loyalty for any politician, even though they are all people. They're all people just like me. They've got their own frailties just like me. Some of them have some proclivities that I would sit there and go, good gracious. Mm -hmm. But in the end, right, you know, they're all people. But... So what do you say you don't think you should have any loyalty? Not to a politician. What if it's a politician that walks their talk? You show me one that does it and I'll, I'll consider it. <laughs> Great way to, to deflect. There has to be one, though. Great way to deflect, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, sort of,
0: there's politicians I like and ones I dislike. Just like everybody else. Yeah. But I don't, you know... I have a hard time with this because on the one hand, we're all people. We all we all have the same value and worth. And depending on, you know, depending on what religious group you're with. Actually, I don't know that. I don't know enough about the other religions. <laughs> now that I say it. I know a little bit about Buddhism. But if you go with the Judeo-Christian. Traditions. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got the same value to the eyes of God. From the from you know, from from the person you would you would think is the biggest waste of space to the most to the most pious. I suppose it's the same with the Buddhists. Now, but can you can you run a society like that? I, I don't know, and I don't know that I want to find out. What with everyone being treated the same, you mean? Well, you can't treat everyone the same. Everyone isn't the same. This is one of those times, one of the many times where you have to hold very contradictory ideas. I can't do that. Well, we do. We all do it all the time.
1: No, you do it. I don't no, no, we either. do
0: it all the time. Don't. No, no, don't. Don't. Don't sit there and make me sound like I'm I've, that I am or or, or could I be a superior Having contradictory thoughts in my
1: head. That's just a fact. Really? Yeah.
0: You gonna give me an example now? No, because I don't need to. Um. But I know that if you're a person, you hold plenty of contradictory things, thoughts in your head. Because you, we might all talk about how everyone's got the same value, same worth, same right to live. But someone cuts you off in traffic (laughs) or someone acts acts a fool. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm better than that guy. You might be, but you still but you know. I just thought of selfishness. In the
1: in the eyes
0: in the eyes of our creator. You know. You're all we're all grabastic pieces of amphibian shit.
1: Yeah, but God's still going to judge us for our acts at the end of the day.
0: So so they say. There has to be judgment. Because without, without the potential for, for consequences, people start acting the way they're acting now. Yes. And
1: that's another thing. It's, if, you, if, 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 if men start acting like men, as they should... You think that the that all the all the all the a lot of the strangeness is just gonna stop?
0: I think it will go a long way to stop it. Yeah. I don't know how quickly it'll happen. I don't know if it's gonna be instantaneous. But I also know we gotta we gotta fight against almost a hundred years. Of reinforcement, not to act like one.
1: She what It's it's eighty years, isn't
0: it? Eighty years since the end of At the least. Second World War.
1: Yeah. No, it's longer than eighty years since the end of the Second World War. It's forty-five, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Wait, how long is that? That's seventy five years.
0: Um. Yeah. Okay.
1: Seventy six, seventy seven. Yeah.
0: But you know, that's that's why I kind of want to go back to like you know. Do so you think it started after World War Two? Uh, yeah, it was the beginning. Yeah. With with the communism. No, the communism has been going on for a long time.
1: So, but what started the? Uh, when did men
0: stop being men, though? I think it started in earnest in the 70s.
1: Okay. Yeah, so it's 50 years then.
0: You know, when... Really. It started in earnest in the 70s. Things have been kind of going really well here for a long time. You know, because the rest of the world was in shambles. (laughs) Yep. And, you know, the 70s is kind of when things started to, to bounce back for the rest of the world. And the seventies is also the time when people started sitting there thinking that they on mass, people started thinking that they could replace God and that we could, we could administer a system much better. But, you know, as, uh, as it might've been Chiang Kai-shek, the reason why he was anti-communist was because he, he thought that communism wouldn't work in China because communism was an ideology of hate. Uh-huh. And Chinese philosophy has always, has always been based on love. Like Confucianism and stuff like right. that. So even back in the <laughs> 30s people knew and if, if this is true, but, you know, when you have, when you have a system based on, which, which really, which really kind of hits me on, on certain levels, like uh, with negative reinforcement, I don't know why it's so effective. And a lot of communism is based on negative reinforcement, right? You kill off a bunch of people. Right. You, you, you scare them.
1: Yeah, negative reinforcement seems more effective than positive reinforcement.
0: Because positive course,
1: reinforcement just kind of makes you like I remember seeing this this woman who was a I don't know if she was a teacher or what. She might have been a um tutor, but she keeps saying to this kid, this good, That's really good, that's really good, that's really good, that's really good and I'm just like, Good lord, like
0: Well I think it's because that's like over
1: the top. Well, you know? I think it's
0: because that we we tend to to uh Yeah go over the top to be to be a little too much. If you say everything's good, then how do you know what's good? <laughs> you know, well, that's like me with the flags at half staff. I mean, you know, to go back to Queen uh, Elizabeth dying, when they when Point they Elizabeth II. when they lowered the the flags. I'm not I'm not sure why one lowers the flag. I always thought I thought it was because of national tragedy, death of a member of state death of the head of our state okay yep uh national tragedy
1: yep
0: but you know they go down they go down at the drop of a hat now I'm just like okay so why bother raising them up just leave them down but i'm I'm getting a little off tr- sidetracked here um and I forgot what I was going to say, and it's not very important because unfortunately, I don't know if it happens to everybody else, but unfortunately, I don't seem to be able to articulate things with as much impact as they have in my head yeah it's that's it, hard you know when you think about something and how and how like there are a lot of things where you think about it you're like man that's that's really earth shattering and they they could be maybe for you bro but
1: like i i have to say there's not much difference between the way i imagine things in my head and the way they come out
0: oh well Um, well for me it's that way because i'm sitting there going you think about you think about something it's like wow that's that's really profound and then you then you talk about it and i'm just sitting there going i don't know if i've got the skills or if just articulation or it just could be me
1: being over here just like
0: derailing you making you like sound stupid. I know you love saying that. But this is actually I guess this would be a perfect example of words and actions. You keep saying that. But I don't think you really mean it. You mean I don't mind derailing you? I think you want me to. I think you're fishing for compliments actually. Oh, well, that's very possible. You're fishing for some kind of reassurance that I don't believe. I it. always ask people about
1: the podcast when, when I hear they listen to it. I
0: say, "What do you think?"
1: Well, I don't think anyone's going to say it say sucks, it,
0: and they always say it's good.
1: But you know, I'm mean, like, "What else are they going
0: to say, right?" I would rather hear some people say they're saying it's not for me. I'm like, "Okay, yeah." I still don't know how many people listen. Well, I hope more do. And if you've lasted this far, there's an Easter egg for you. <laughs> What's the Easter egg? I hope more people listen. <laughs> please listen but uh With yeah sponsorship. just sponsorship
1: i don't know if we do are oh, you think sponsorship's going to mess shit up
0: i think that if we get sponsors actually i don't know i don't know that that's a like i said that's always a big dilemma and for me i'm like what's a dilemma i'd like to have
1: i think it's just if you get the right sponsor hopefully it's not an issue
0: i yeah uh, I I mean, there's a lot of things that I, because um, we we are we are constantly manipulated. Like I wouldn't mind being sponsored by
1: Doritos. Like I, I don't think Doritos would have a political agenda about what we can talk
0: about, right? Their their agenda is making money, right? So that's that's good. But there's also people that are that populate all those places now, who have shoot, they should probably be mid-level managers by now in terms of age. And they've had, unfortunately, not the best education that you can get. And I don't think it's about money. I don't think that having a really good education is about money. Um, Because when you think about it, you know, they're like, oh, rich people, you know, you need to have a smart person. You have a smart dad or a smart parents have a smart kid. I was like, well... If you break that down, really what you're saying is people with certain gifts if you will certain abilities attributes attributes will be able to make more money will be able to send their kids to the better schools but that's also suggesting that the better educations are the better schools I don't know if that's the case anymore I don't think it ever was I think I think education I think a lot of things in life there is a certain amount you know the good enough marker and once you pass the good enough marker you get super quick diminishing returns like World War Two, for example Germans and the Japanese had better quality weaponry right uh but in a war of attrition, where you're just like slogging it out, those better what you need. You need tons of stuff, right? And it just takes too much resources to have those better those better things, right? The tanks, the German tanks, and the American tanks. Yeah, like the yeah the, the Shermans, right? Yeah, our Sherman tanks were not as good as like Tigers and the the tanks were freaking, sc-
1: like scary good.
0: Yeah, some of those t- like the Tiger tank, I guess you know. Yeah, yeah but one tiger against a hundred Germans. Yeah. You know, that's like, that's like the whole idea. I mean, people love and venerate special forces or special operations type folks because, and the the reason why they're called special is because they're not duking out on the line. They're doing, they're like spies. They're doing sabotage stuff. They're doing other things. Right. So, you know, to train those people, well, first to find them is pretty hard. Then to train them costs a lot of money.
1: Yeah. They're worth a lot by the time they're done.
0: Yeah. But, you can't have more than like, what, what is it, 10,000? Yeah, I think all, of, all the special forces is like 10,000 people.
1: Yeah, and you can't win a ground war with fucking special forces troops.
0: 10,000 people, that's just, that's
1: under a division. Contrary to what fucking some politicians will say about it sometimes. But it's sexy.
0: It's like, you're an idiot. It's it, it's sexy and you don't have to do it, is the point. Yeah. And that that's what makes it easier for everybody, right? Oh, someone's got, someone else is going to pay for it? Fine. I don't have to do anything. I think that's a great idea. But if if you believe that things are going awry in society, then you can't just sit back and let somebody else fix it. Yeah, I agree with. So that that's that 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 comes down to 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 a two a two two part test, I guess. Right. So if you think everything's going fine, well, then screw it you don't yeah. need to do anything right but if you if you like like you and I think things are kind of going a little
1: yeah little I feel hinky. I feel like the dissatisfaction that I feel is about that a lot of the time even if I'm like even if it's like subconscious right like I'm like why do I feel so dissatisfied and then today we had this discussion before the podcast and you know we were just kinda and you were kinda like, I think that's what it is. Well that, that dissatisfaction is just a general dissatisfaction with how things are.
0: Well then we which gotta, is not good. We gotta start doing something
1: then. And getting worse.
0: And oddly enough, just trying probably even helps.
1: Yeah. But you does know, it does it help to have your eyes open though? Like or like when your eyes open, does that help you? Is that a matrix question? No, it's it's something that um you know, like if you if you start to see things like for what they are mm-hmm. and you start to see the truth in things and you start to see what's a lie and what's true what's authentic and what's fake. Does that help you in society? I don't I don't no. know. No I don't no. think it does. I don't think it does at all either. Cause then you then you become this person that's like not an outlier. I don't really like the word outlier, but well, you're you're an outcast, definitely. Yeah, you become an outcast because a pariah. Like, if you like, will, oh that guy's that guy's nutty, right? I haven't used that word in forever. Oh, a pariah, yeah,
0: that's a great fucking word, dude. But that's that's what you become. A pariah. Mm-hmm. i mean, a pariah. But I think it's better to be a pariah than. A fat dog. Now, bearing in mind, it's tough. People are like, oh well, I'd rather live on my feet than die on my knees. Living on your feet's tough. There's a reason why wolves are skinny as shit. Right? Yeah, because
1: they always have to like get they have to They're always hunting for their kills.
0: Uh, exactly, right? And I can get a kill that I need. It's it's tougher. It is way tougher living that way. Yeah. The question that you have to answer for yourself is, is it better? And th- again, that's a, that's a question you have to answer for yourself. Do you Would you rather sit there in a gilded cage? Or would you rather sit there and have everything taken care of? Or, or whatever, right? Do, would you rather be in physical luxury as if that's the only two choices, right? Living in physical luxury and not, not doing it and, and being beholden to somebody else right. or being, you know, i i think I think that's a false it seems like it's a false premise sometimes to me right
1: but yeah you I mean I get the idea of what you're saying though, and the reality is is that like if you're in some situation where you're like living in the lap of luxury but you have no fucking freedom whatsoever and that and that's your life, then you're going to be miserable
0: well, because we're always wanting what we don't have. No, I don't understand what you meant. Well, think think about to go on our to go on our monarchistic uh, analogies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke of Windsor, right? He's the king of England. Yep. And he was like, "Oh, I can't do this without the woman I love. I can't, you know, I've got all this, and I can't make the same choice that some random peasant farmer can make." I'm like, dude. <laughs> you don't think that, that if that peasant farmer could be in your shoes without knowing what you need to do mm-hmm. then yeah they'd be like oh yeah i just want to eat mhm but this this whole idea this this whole idea of utopia of i can have it all i think is one of the most damaging thoughts that ever has come to us and it's not new people have been searching for utopia forever yeah you can have your cake and eat it too. You're supposed to eat your cake, but that's not the point. <laughs> utopia. I mean, that's just that's crazy. I think that if you're going to not necessarily live a secular life, but just live, that is one that I I seldom say say like you need to do this, you need to do that. But I'm like that. That is something that you just need to get out your mind right away. There is no utopia. No. Trying to make it here is only gonna make things worse. All we got are trade-offs. You wanna be physically fit, you gotta exercise. Full stop. And eat less. You gotta exercise. Oh, physically fit, right. Lose weight, you gotta eat less. If you wanna lose weight, you have to you have to put in less than you put out. Right. This whole idea of, well, if I do what I can, there's this pill I can take. Nah, 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 nah. Stop that. Stop that BS right now. No, you got to take out less than
1: you put in. What? You got to take out less than you put in.
0: If you want to save money. No, if you want to lose weight. Lose calories? Yeah. You have to put out more calories. Than oh, right, brain. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. But yeah, that whole, that whole thing of, of utopia and i can have it all that's that is the that's kind of a romantic ideal right like that's a romantic thing that's a nonsensical thing it's not even romantic i think it's nonsensical
1: well but romance the romantic love thing is a similar it's a similar type of mentality
0: well romanticism is really about your emotions right i as I remember the dictionary, and I love definition.
1: like I love romanticism. Like I like romani- romantic music. There is a, there is like, a place, place for it. Music.
0: I like romantic fucking shows. There is a place for it. You can't live all romantic. You can't live all rational.
1: Yeah, but the rational is very important, right? It is. Otherwise, otherwise you're going down the. It's it's a road to perdition, literally. Like if you're just in like. If if all you're all you're concerned about is just emotional gratification, then it's not going to end well. Both of
0: those, all rationalizing, all romantic, both of those are a road to perdition. You got to have the right mix. I mean, if you're a totally rational person, then that's a. I don't want to be with a person who's totally rational. I don't want to be a totally rational person, because then they're just going to be doing everything that I'm, they're only going to
1: be doing stuff if it has a. There has to be a fucking purpose for everything they're doing. And a benefit. Right. I mean, that's that's pretty scary. There are people like
0: that, though. And those are people that are willing to kill their parents. I've met people like that. I'm just like, ugh. But those are people that, that... <laughs> funnily enough, those people aren't totally rational because when you put the rational lens on them, they don't like it. The, the rational lens of, like, you're your, you, are, you your are, fucking heartless. You are unprofitable to me. Right. I need to get rid of you.
1: Yeah. You don't do anything for me.
0: The same person that sits there and wants to use you is scared to death about being used. <laughs> that's a load of BS. That's just, like, that's a great fucking irony, isn't it? I am, I am more than willing... To be used. As long as it benefits me. Right. I'm more than willing to have relationships that are really just utilitarian. That's how we get by. Now. I don't see why there are certain people that, that are pretty mercenary and utilitarian in our lives. And to an individual, it seems like if you were to act that way, act the same way towards them as they act towards us, then yeah. they would get all bent out of shape. I'm like, what the hell is your problem? Right. Or that if you know...
1: Yeah, I, I remember saying to somebody one time, because she would always call me... She would call me just when she needed some stuff, right? And it was fine, because it was just usually... It wasn't a big deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it was usually just advice, or can you help me do, like, a little a little thing? Not a big deal, right? And I, I And I was happy to do it whatever
0: was she happy to reciprocate
1: sometimes yeah sometimes she
0: reciprocated yeah, she. that's not good enough
1: as well that's not good enough um it was like more one way than the other
0: yeah in my in, in my in my mode of thinking that's not good enough. but anyway but go day, ahead one day she called me and i was like i did something where she do with me sometimes to
1: kind of poke with me i was like what do you want what do you want and she was like she was like taking aback. back <laughs> <laughs> Because I said, "What do you want?" and 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 I was like, "Well, you're calling for something, right?" And, and she was like, like kind of like offended that that I said that. But I was like, "But why?" But you're calling, like, you're not calling me to just kind of shoot the shit. You're calling because you want something, and I'm happy to accommodate. But
0: see, there's wow. an example of someone who's holding contradictory ideas at the same time. How's that? I can use you, but you can't. I can use you, but. You shouldn't know that I use you, and you should be happy that I use you, <laughs> but you can't use and this me.
1: And this wasn't like a girlfriend or a family member. Like This was someone that, like, I have, you know, neighbor, right? Okay. Neighbor, so not, not a lot of, I mean... Not a deep... Not a deep relationship, but at the same time... Deep
0: emotional relationship.
1: No, no, not at all. But, but neighbor, neighborly relationships are important. They are. You, you kind of look after you look after their place they look after your place Dude I I
0: have a neighbor who helps me with all kinds of stuff and I felt kind of bad about it cuz I was always asking him for help and the other day he asked me for something and I was I was I was happy Right exactly I was happy that I could provide
1: And I find it weird talking about neighbors I find it weird and and I'm not going to say this is all young people but I've noticed with like some of the younger generation they don't seem to understand about how to be a neighbor Right. They just kind of like, they move into the, the the apartment and they just don't interact with their body, just completely stay to themselves and just don't do anything. Just don't know the concept of one hand washing the otter. No, no concept of one, one hand washing the otter. And I'm just like, I'm like, how can you not
0: know that? How can you not have, know how to be a neighbor? But, I forget what show that's from. I don't know either It was an old TV show Back in the 90s Maybe early 2000s It might have been Christina Applegate show
1: Something in here Is making me itch Maybe a
0: fleas No I think it's just The dryness um, But um, Yeah so I guess we can end with that If we want So long
1: We're long How long have we been going for? A, a little while. bit too
0: long So the one hand Watching the otter Yes It's from a TV show That I watched in the ni- Like maybe Late 90s Early 2000s uh-huh. Short lived show but basically, this character was French, and he meant to say one hand washes the other. Right. But because of his his uh, difficulty with English, he thought it was one hand washing the otter. Mm-hmm. And when he po- when he was pointed out, it was like, no, it's one hand washing the other. And he's like, oh, that makes much more sense because I didn't. <laughs> I don't see how a hand could wash an otter. Those things like squirming around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the hell can you
1: remember that? I remember stupid things. Yeah, man, I remember nothing though. No, you you remember things that you remember, but that's that's. I remember the thing. meeting Charles and dying. Okay. Yep, and little, and seeing little Prince William, who's now he was a baby. Now he's all big and bald. But I'm like, I'm like, it's weird to think that he's younger than me.
0: Yeah. See now well, he looks older than me. Well, he's got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I think. Uh, which is kind of funny because a lot of uh, a lot of monarchs don't live that long, especially years ago. The absolute monarchs—I mean, they didn't—they didn't last too long.
1: All right. Well, it's like the president of the United States, right? Those guys get fucking old.
0: People get old when they're the president. Well, of the not that, States. they age quickly. Not the last couple. I mean, they were old to begin with, so. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Ronald Reagan didn't seem to. I felt like he was already old to begin with. Well, he was. He was super old to begin with,
1: but. But I mean, like the younger man, like like George W. Bush, he looked way older. Oh after yeah, his eight years. Oh yeah, Barack Obama looked older. Yeah, he got he got super grey. Yeah, it it ages you. Bill Clinton did too. Yep. So I don't think it's an easy job. I don't.
0: Yeah. No, it's not. I don't think it's necessarily an easy job being a royal either. No, it's not. It's uh, it's one of those things that you're kind of born into, and you can either and. And and there's the thing. This is, this is one of the ironies of life. There, there's really only two choices in life. Okay. Do it or don't. I mean, that, that much is black and white. In life, you either do it or you don't. You're, you're you know, half-assedly doing something is just not going to work. It might work for a time. Yeah. You know, it's just like... Uh, I'm guilty of that, though, bro. It's just like it, a, lot of, a lot of the people that are acting the way that they're acting um uh, is, is just like riding a motorcycle or driving a car you know it's not it's not if you have an accident or a catastrophic accident it's when yeah and if you're lucky when happens when will happen after you quit <laughs> yeah but it's going to happen you know it's like it's like the law of the casino you stay there long enough, you're gonna lose all your money. Yeah, because it's fifty-one percent, something like that. It's it's a, it's a really it's small, a small percentage. It's a super small. Which margin. is hard to believe this, over time. It's hard to believe though. But but it's over time.
1: The way it goes for me, sometimes I, when I, on on the occasional on the occasion that I gamble, sometimes it goes good. I'm surprised. Sometimes it
0: goes bad. It's only such a small difference. Exactly, but it's it, it's a small difference. But you go over time, so like, you know, you ride motorbikes for long enough, you're gonna die on it. The only or get seriously injured on it. Yeah.
1: Or well, I saw a guy die the other week.
0: The only the only uh the only the only thing that that might save you is you happen to decide to stop before that time comes. Yeah. Same thing with driving a car. People don't realize it. People sit there like, "Oh, it's so safe. It's so safe. I can sit here and read my phone while I drive. That's oh, crazy." Yeah, it is. And if you just killed yourself, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be that bro- that broken up over it. I saw a pretty funny meme though. It
1: was a. It was like, it was this dude. He's like in the car, and it was like, it was, it was like people now complaining about how people are, you know, old people like us mm-hmm. saying, in our day, we kept our eyes on the road. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it cuts just like this guy he's got like black dude he's got like he's got like the thomas guide and, oh okay, and he's got yeah, his yeah. like he's got his like c d like his c d which he's got plugged yeah, in yeah, yeah he's like and he's got the like the c d thing above or yeah it was like well, maybe in
0: the nineties we weren't always keeping our eyes on the road yeah, well, and there was other distractions the same the same the the complaints stay the same it's the uh-huh. the elements yeah of them are different. Yeah, so I guess we'll end now and I'll end with uh, don't believe anybody that's trying to sell you anything <laughs>
1: I like it alright thanks for listening I know we went on rabbited on a little bit much
0: today so if you're still with us congratulations keep listening like subscribe I don't know what they do but just do it anyway <laughs> and uh, tell
1: your friends about us and uh, all they need to do is just go to Google and Google low Fact podcast and We will come up all over the place. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.